And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, Ahithophel was one of the wisest counselors of his time. He was brilliant, and hearing hearing his voice was like hearing the voice of God. That's what it said in 2 Samuel 16, 23. He knew he was wise. He knew his counsel was good. He knew he was right. But when God is not on your side, the most brilliant shine turns into the murkiest darkness. So his opinion of himself led to self-destruction. Next, America holds the most powerful influence in the world. China holds the most powerful influence in the world. Russia holds the most powerful influence in the world. Rome holds the most powerful influence in the world. Greece holds the most powerful influence in the world. The press holds the most powerful influence in the world. Disney holds the most powerful influence in the world. Uh, That's all so funny. I forgot to laugh. Finally... (laughs) We offer another devotional from our beloved friend, Pastor Ray Bentley, who went on to be with the Lord. These devotionals still minister to us, and how powerful that Ray still blesses us, even while he's dancing on streets of gold. That lucky guy, he's so lucky. Today's devotional is entitled, Encouraging Words, which should communicate encouragement. And this devotional will do just that. So let's head into the weekend being inspired. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanity is oive. So much more. Hey, hey, we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone. You give him your name and number, and he owes you a candy bar. And then you will be... Nah, I was kidding about the candy bar thing. (laughs) But I thought people would appreciate that. Here's the bottom line. It can be any topic you want. It can be a question uh, about the faith. It could be a prayer request. It could be a praise report. Maybe something that's just rattling around that you're trying to figure out. Maybe you're just trying to understand the process and want other brothers and sisters to be praying for you. You just want to talk to somebody about it. Anything like that's going to be okay. I can't do a real good job 
on overall geography because it was just not my favorite subject, so I didn't really dive into it. But anything about pizza or anything along those lines, I'm sure we can help you with. Here's your trivia question. Fill in the missing word Jesus gave in the Last Supper. I have set you a blank that you should do as I have done for you. I have set you... And blank. That you should do as I have done for you. What did Jesus set? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us at 972-445-0770. Now the answer is exceedingly simple. So don't over don't make this overly complex. Uh, you can also text us at 214-210-8483, and then you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. What did Jesus set for us to follow? There you go. Just straightforward. All right, we got that. We got that. What am I forgetting? How come I just think like I'm forgetting something? Oh, I do want to give you guys a little bit of an update on a couple of things. Joyanne and Cordelia striking first. Very good, ladies. Uh, I do want to give you an update on the school stuff because I have been having people pray for that. Uh, submitted all my material, and it looks like we've got the okay, the okay, or the okay doke, or the okie dokie artichoke to go forward with everything that we've done. Everything's been reviewed. And uh, so once I accomplish the next three weeks, so this week I got to do a nice 25 pager, not that long actually, but. Uh, and then uh, there'll be 16 more weeks of a little bit more intensity, and then I go to defend. So we're getting closer and closer, and I cannot figure out what people should call me. My wife has given me a couple of suggestions, none of which I can say on the air. Okay. Uh, so uh, we will see if the person wants to answer the trivia question or where they're at. They're answering trivia? Okay. Here we go. So I'm leaning over, leaning over. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I, I really am. I, I think we're forward and go in the doctorate, so I'm, I'm excited because then I don't have to backtrack on anything. So I'm really happy oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go backwards at this point. It's like forward, forward, forward. Um, all right. Not a tough question, but still important that people need to recognize. Fill in the missing word. I have set you a blank that you should do as I have done for you. Is it an uh, example? That is correct! Yes! What's amazing is it's such a simple answer, yet people are like, I, I don't know what he set. What did he set? He set an example. So if you look at what Jesus did for the disciples, we should be doing that for one another. That's the example that is set. Here's the greatest example Jesus set. He laid down his life and his uh, all blessings to him for our benefit, and he took on our pain to help us get through. And that's the example. Yes, sir. So I was wondering if I could um, say something. Sure. Um, I was wondering if um, Samson is listening to call the station and get my number because I, I might know somebody that has a car. Oh, okay. So, Samson, if you're listening to this particular broadcast, you need to call Captain Chris, and then there's a phone number. Deborah's got a, a contact for you to help out on the situation for your brother. So we're encouraging that. Yeah, it's like a Christian community, right? It's just like we're just the hub, and she's, you're calling in and offering the number. He's got to call and, and get back to us. Excellent, Deborah. That's super sweet of you. 
All righty, and y'all have a good weekend. All right, thank you, and God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. See, that's what you want. So, Samson, if you're listening, you need to call in. If he calls in later on and doesn't realize it, then we'll just tell him what's going on. Let me get into this text. This is kind of a classic, uh, straightforward-y kind of thing. There's this guy in the uh, Old Testament. His name was Ahithophel. Ahithophel. So let me read this. When Ahithophel realized his advice had not been followed, he saddled his donkey and set out for his house in his hometown. He set his affairs in order, and he hanged himself. So he died, and he was buried in his father's tomb. It's hard to imagine that this guy that we're about to talk about was the smartest guy literally on the planet all over the place. His advice, if you read 2 Samuel 16, 23, getting advice from him was like getting advice from God. I mean, that's, that's you know, I mean, when the scripture says it, look, this guy knew, he knew his crackers. He knew what was going on. He knew how to, how to approach things. He knew how to handle things, right? He realized that he was right. Now watch this. He knew the advice he had given was right, but his, his advice was not followed because God made it murky. As smart as he was, as brilliant as he was, as good as he was, and he was good, God made his advice murky. Just think of uh, a water, uh, clear water, and then just think of a clob of dirt being tossed right in, and then all of a sudden you can't see straight through. It's like that's exactly what happened. So he realized he was right. He realized he was ignored. So here's somebody that's like, my answer is right. Two plus two is four. There's no changing that. But then he also realized that he was ignored, and then all of a sudden two plus two became five, and he's like going, what? And he felt dissed because he knew he was right, and he knew he was ignored. And then he opted out of life. Now, what I want you to catch is that his pride led him to the action of taking his life. You see, he was right, he was ignored, he was dissed, and he was just going to have none of it. So he took his own life. So the ultimate answer in this is this wise, very astute, brilliant counselor, because God had not granted the favor, became consumed inside of himself with the fact that he was right, he was ignored, he was dissed, and those people didn't deserve him, and that, boy, he gave all good stuff, and, boy, they are not even worthy of me. And his answer was to opt out of life, because when God makes it murky, nothing makes sense. And his pride led to his own destruction. So when we talk about deep fried by pride, we are, we are talking about seriously when you're right and you know you're right and it's ignored and you're dissed, don't wallow in the pride. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. Because that type of pride can lead to destruction. And that, my friends, is a terrible ending.
Okay? All right. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? I did what most Christian men would do when they make a mistake. It's their fault. There's nothing but humiliation on your face, and you're trying to recover in the moment. And you know what I did? I blamed it on every possible unseen force except for myself. You have chosen wisely. (laughs) So guess who knocked that uh, crystal light on that white carpet? It was Satan, by golly. Well, it was at that moment because it certainly wasn't my fault. I didn't knock the, the crystal light all over. It was my glass. I did pour it. I did bring it to the table. And somehow fell on the the carpet and spread everywhere. And by golly, I wasn't going to take the blame for it because that would be taking personal responsibility. Well, I'm not taking personal responsibility. After all, that $500 deposit we just had that we were hoping to get back when we move out is uh, already down to 200. (laughs) And it was dropping by the dollar as the stuff was spreading. If Jesus Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We have a temporary stall on my phone. So even though you're going to text, it's going to take a couple extra minutes to get there. Because why? Because I pay the big bucks for the best systems. Or, or not, or not, not really. Okay. Hey, it had bubblegum in the wrap. I thought maybe it was good. I don't know. All right. Let's get ready for our next trivia question. You might want to call in on this one, at least on this one. Uh, what did Jesus say at the – you didn't get the last meal. What did Jesus say the bread he gave his disciples represented? What 
did the bread represent when Jesus was talking to his disciples? Uh, I would highly encourage you to A, call or C, uh, email in. I'm just telling you because I literally cannot get any texts for at least uh, five minutes. Uh, 972-445-0770. That would be the number that you would call. So you see, you can't call on that other number because I can't, I can't take it. So 972-445-0770. That'd be the number to call in with an answer. You can also email david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Everybody just be patient. We'll get through it. We have tech problems all the time. That's eh, fine. Everybody has those things. And throwing your computer or your phone across the uh, the way doesn't really solve it. Although I love that one commercial where the guy goes, I have a defense system in my phone. And the guy goes, you do? And then the guy throws his phone at him. <laughs> I just think that's funny. Uh, what did Jesus say the bread he gave his disciples represented? Here comes the phone call. That will help. And just to understand that uh, for whatever reason my phone just said, uh, I'm going to take a little vacay. I'm going to Aruba. <laughs> Apparently, it has its own mind. So we'll get to that. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? That'll save us right here. Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson and Shabbat Shalom. Samson! Hi, brother. All right, now you've got to get a number from Captain Chris after this call because somebody might have a hookup for you on the car. So, uh, oh, so you, after after we're done, he's going to talk to you some more and give you a phone number. Somebody called in and wanted you to reach out to them. Okay? So I'm just oh, telling okay. so that that's always good news. All right. Now, what did Jesus say the bread he gave his disciples represented? B-O-D-Y. That is correct, Amanda, his buddy. That's right. <laughs> You are correct. Now, don't answer anything else because the next trivia question is that next part. So don't don't give it away because we still have another trivia question to go after that. So I th- think I learned it yesterday when that guy just <laughs> <laughs> it happens. You know, it's like one of those things. But great, great, great job. How you doing overall? How's your heart? How's your attitude? How's your spirit? You doing good? Yes, I mean, uh, spiritually speaking, I'm. I have a full confidence that God's going to help my brother. Amen. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but as a person uh, on my human side, yes, I'm anxious. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that's I think that's normal. I don't think anybody should think that's weird or anything. There's a part of us, the the not just the flesh part, but the human nature part, that is like, I, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know where it's going to go. And then there's the divine part that says, Hold on, there is this completely other picture that is available for us to process, and we should process it because God promises he will direct, he will guide, he will help, and that's where you have to separate between walking by faith and walking by sight. It's so hard from at moments— and that seems like at other moments it's like super easy, whatever the case may be. Pray for the favor of the Most High for you to have the inserted picture of the Lord helping you. At least that will get you through the you know that part of the process. That's a big part of it, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, yes. and, and and don't feel weird about that struggle. I think that struggle is everybody's struggle. 
I think everybody oh, no. goes through I mean, that. Th- that's like our pastor's teaching, the humanity of Jesus. So, so you just learn the human side, even though you are you are saint and child of God, but you are human too while that's... you are on this planet Earth. That's right. That's good, man. And then, I'm glad you said it because a lot of people go through that and they feel bad about it. It's like, don't feel bad about it. That's called that's the process, the process of doing that. Now, Jesus walked that perfectly. I just want to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent job. Hey, All right. Uh, go ahead. I want to check with you. How's your grandson? All right. So every I got an update just before the show, so I'm glad you asked. So I check in with Julianne every, you know, every often. Let's just say I check with her on an often basis. And so she said everybody is doing better overall. You know, they're just kind of on the tail end of all the struggles that they've been through, but they're feeling better. They're doing better. But I promise you the prayers of our audience, the prayers of people that care make such a difference to them. It gives them encouragement to know that people are praying for them. So I think that yeah. by itself is a big key for us to grasp. Okay, that's that's why you pray for one another because it's encouraging, it's a blessing, it helps people move forward. That's what we want. So I appreciate yeah, I, you asking too. Yeah, I'm praying for him whenever he comes into my mind. So yeah, and I yeah, that's I'm not, awesome. I'm not saying that I pray every day, but whenever he comes to my mind, I I do say a prayer. And that's the way to do it. If the Lord puts somebody on your heart, on your mind, doesn't matter who it is. If you're going through the day and somebody just pops into your mind, like oh, I've thought about that person in years, pray for him right then and there. That yeah. could be the Lord prompting yeah. you to be an intercessor right then and there. Excellent job, bro. Thank you, David. You are my blessing. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. We love you. All right. Love you too, bro. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So he's going to hang on and get the information. I'm going to go into this teaching. So I'm not done with Ahithophel. <laughs> I like saying Ahithophel, Ahithophel, Ahithophel. Here's the, the thing I want you to know, and I don't want you to lose this because in this type of uh, climate, the 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 political climate's going to increase. If you're not aware of that, it's going to increase. If the 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 rhetoric's going to increase, the possibilities are going to increase, the opportunities, the the good, the bad, the ugly, it's all going to increase. I'm trying to. I want to use this Ahithophel to just make sure we understand who is actually in charge, because people are saying it's America's in charge, or China's in charge, or Russia's in charge, Disney is in charge, the uh, the the eight richest families in the world are in charge, uh, ESPN is in charge. Uh, uh, Netflix is in charge. So Facebook's in charge. Everybody's... Here's 2 Samuel 17, 14. Since the Lord had decreed that Ahithophel's good advice be undermined in order to bring about Absalom's ruin, Absalom and all the men of Israel said the advice of Hushai the archite is better than Ahithophel's advice. So here's the thing. The Lord determined that the good advice from Ahithophel be undermined. Who determined it? The Lord. What about this group? What about this group? The Lord. Okay, but let me help you out now real quickly. Ready? The Lord. (laughs) Who did it? The Lord. And he did it in order to bring ruin to Absalom. And you're thinking, well, that doesn't seem right. Tough. God doesn't care. And you're thinking, no, Dave, I've listened to the press. I know it's this, or I know it's this, or I've researched this, and I've studied this, and I've— I don't care. I don't care. All we do, all our directions, all of that, all of that stuff, all right, has got to have the approval 
and the the permission of God. Period. Okay. The things that we need for wisdom. Now, I'm not talking about what socks you wear. You don't need wisdom for that. You probably need a washing machine, but you don't need wisdom for that. You need, to, you need to make sure that we all understand. We need to do this together, that collectively what we see, we recognize God is still in charge, right? How do we, how do we know? You just literally, we talked about this yesterday in Acts chapter 5, verse 39. God could have a completely different plan going on, and even the Christians can be finding themselves fighting against God's plan. Better be careful. Better be surrendered to the Lord's will. Our Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Now, I don't see anywhere where it says the church's will be done. I see where it says thy will be done. And it says the Holy Spirit directs, not as we direct, which is a big problem with some of the other churches. They think they're in charge. It's like, <laughs> just like Captain Chris did on the on the on the, uh, on the ambassador thing. <laughs> no, it's like that's right. Daniel four seventeen, so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men. Now I've heard. I actually had this conversation. Don't get mad at me. I've heard people go, well, that doesn't mean that God is in charge of the kingdoms of men. Okay, let, I'm going to try it again, see if I, if I miss something. So that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men. Who's in charge? God's in charge. Don't you kid yourself. You, you think that people are in charge of this planet? If people were in charge of this planet in totality, we would have blown it up a hundred times over. Just it's absurd. We get ready to blow it up. God pulls out crazy glue. Not going anywhere yet. Time's not up yet. I have not given my permission yet. Stop being afraid of what may or may not come. Stop anticipating what may or may not come is favorable to you or not favorable to you. You know what you have an obligation to do? Remember, this is me too, not just you, that our citizenship is in heaven, that he is the, the founder and the builder and the maker of the city which we desire. He is the architect, and we are citizens of his world First and foremost, and he's in charge. So instead of everybody freaking out about all the stuff that's going on, and, and, and just so you can know, the world has been freaking out for a long, long time. But notice that God is never stressed. He's never worried. I want to be closer to him so that I can worry less. If I'm leaning on him, then I'm not leaning on me. That already sounds like a good idea <laughs> right now. Okay? All right. God's in charge. Everything else is funny. All right. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Take a short break, then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. 
Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. And you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm actually having a... A wonderful day, and uh, you know, every once in a while, you get some extra time in with the Lord, and you just think, "Man, I can't wait to hear that trumpet." <laughs> I just can't wait. Just, I right? Can't right. wait. What's going on? Huh? But yep. you want to know the answer? I, I guess, do. Huh? I do. And so, this is a good one. How many times did the boy who Elijah raised from the dead? How many times did he sneeze? Seven. That is correct, sir. You are oh. right. <laughs> A little unknown fact from a lot of people that they might not be aware of is that actually he, uh, so after Elisha stretched himself out, the child sneezed seven times. And then the child opened his eyes, which means that he sneezed those seven times without his eyes open, which is like, wow, that's bizarre. It's like, how do you do that? I just thought about it that way. Yeah, it's like, how would you do, I mean, how do you, I mean... My eyes go in the back of my head when I sneeze. I just don't know how that uh, Didn't, didn't uh, he lie prostrate across yes, him? Yes, and... correct. That is exactly well, that, what he I, did. I thought, okay, if he was sneezing, was he sneezing in Elijah's face? That's an excellent question. I do not have that answer, but I you have <laughs> well, to have sit to there and wonder. To find that one out, huh? Yeah, I mean, the prophets <laughs> went through a lot, although it... it <laughs> It <laughs> could be a tough one. Excellent job, my friend. Excellent, well, excellent you. answer. Good thank to, you. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. All right. All right. God, God bless. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> we roll. We roll. That's a great question that he sneezed in his face. Amazing grace. How sweet. Oh, welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Looks like my phone may have just come back to life, so this could be a, a good thing. Don't 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 get too excited because I don't know that for sure. And let me say this real quickly. And uh, Chris can be my testimony. You can testify for me. You know how we had John call in and then I had mentioned, oh, hey, John, I have to remember when you did the sneezing thing. And he's like, I don't remember. that." They played that. We just played that. That was not us who put that in there, was it? Who put that in there? Uh, Jennifer the other day. That's right. Jennifer put that in the other day. And we were just referring to it. And there it was. <laughs> I love stuff like that. That's just the Lord going, yeah, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, that, there it is. Okay. All right, here's your next, uh, next, 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 next trivia question uh, on the heels of the other one. What did Jesus say the wine he gave his disciples represented? What did Jesus say the wine that he gave his repre- the, that he gave to his disciples? What did he say the wine represented? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also, hopefully, text... 
214-210. Yep, it is working. 8483. Got that from Joanne and Cordelia just now. Uh, and then also you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, which, again, I'm going to lead you to the website. It's pretty straightforward. On the 27th, we usually pay our radio rent. We are hurting a little bit. We're not we're not really desperate yet. So the bottom line is I want you to be able, if you can give, to participate. It's kind of a cool way for us to move it forward. Uh, also, for praise reports and prayer requests, you do that as well. You can do that either live on the show or through the website. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, there you go. Still jumping off the bridge. <laughs> what did Jesus say the wine he gave his disciples represented? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in... 214-210-8483. It is working now. And then you can also send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. In the meantime, I do have these wonderful comedic elements that I must share with thee. With thee. You like that? With thee. It's like spiritual. Okay. Well, it's not that spiritual. All right. All right. Now, for a lot of people that don't know Salome, Salome is the person that's thought to be uh, the daughter uh, of uh, the, the gal that danced for Herod. So I'm going to tell this joke and move on real fast because most people won't get it. Uh, Salome had been treated unfairly throughout history. She was just a young woman with a lot of ambition who wanted to get ahead in life. She was the one because John the Baptist had his head cut. Right, let's just move on. <laughs> All right, I'm not disagreeing with <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, during the last uh, service last Sunday, the priest was very stern, and I was upset after church because I realized that the church had reached critical mass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Not bad. All right. Here's my, my favorite of these. There's like four of these. Ready? Four more. Which minor prophet has become well-known as the result of cookies? Amos. Famous Amos. Famous Amos cookies. Okay. <clears throat> when Zachariah and Elizabeth disagreed, what did he do? He gave her the silent treatment. See, he couldn't talk because the angel. Okay. Thank you very much. What do we have that Adam didn't? Ancestors. See? See? Huh? <laughs> the last two are oldies but goodies, and it's just because i got to throw out the piece of paper I want to do them. What kind of lighting did Noah have on board the ark? Do you remember that one? Floodlights. <laughs> See, floodlights. Ah, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> that cough at the end is not very nice. And then to whom do mice pray? Jesus. Okay. All right. your question. It's Friday. You might as well laugh. <laughs> Tomorrow's Saturday. Uh, what did Jesus say? The wine... He gave his disciples represented. If you think you know, reach out to us, 972-445-0770, text 214-210-8483, or send an email, david at org. So here I wanted to do this last little portion. We were in that Second Samuel 17 realm, and I just want you to see this one element uh, that's critical, and one of the things that 
I think you can understand in Scripture how we really do need one another. So here's a situation where Samson's brother are on a radio show. His, he needs a car. Deborah has access maybe to a car. They're going to connect. We've connected them. That worked out great. Here's what I want you to hear from the passage in the Scripture. So you have that as a physical testimony. Now listen to this. When David came to Mahanaim, Shobi, son of Nahash from Reba of the Ammonites— Machir, son of Emil from Lodabar, and Barzeli, the Gileite from Rogalim, brought beds, basins, and pottery items. They also brought wheat, barley, flour, roasted grain, beans, lentils, honey, curds, sheep, and cheese from the herd for David and the people with him to eat. They had reasoned the people must be hungry and exhausted and thirsty in the desert. What's important is for us to get this, and I'm not going to go over the names. I'll just call them Larry, Curly, and Mo. Three different guys, okay? Shobi, okay? Makir, and Barzeli, okay? Three different dudes brought stuff to King David to help refresh him. Now watch this. They reasoned that David and the people would be hungry, exhausted, and thirsty. Three different people brought different things to help David and the people who were with him while they were regrouping after an uprising from Absalom. God used other people to bring help and relief during the struggle that David had in his situation. And you and I need to recognize that although you and myself may not be able to contribute everything that a person needs, we might have a part of it, and somebody else might have a part of it, and somebody else might have a part of it. And you put those together, and God uses our collective fellowship to help one another. This is how the early church established. This is why uh, it's, it's wrong that, that people will say, well, everybody has to sell everything and give all the money. Uh, everybody who sold anything did so on a volunteer basis because they felt impressed to do so. They were led by God to do so. It wasn't a requirement to be in the early church. And what they did was they distributed to people as they had needs. So everybody took care of everybody on a volunteer basis, specifically for the people that couldn't help themselves. So the idea behind this is that in our society, government has taken the place of apostles. Do you really want to compare the character of the government to the apostles who spent years with Jesus? It's just like, no, I don't want to do that. And you want to know why? Because inside of mankind is a lot of darkness and a lot of evil. And when man tries to do what only God can do, it turns into a sinful mess. Can I take this moment to point you back to the garden and recognize that Adam and Eve in their sin were in some capacity thinking they would be like God in charge of everything, yet with the wrong spirit, a tainted spirit. Now I'm going to bring it back to this, this whole portion. David was in need. He needed help. He and his people had fled, and Shobi and Mekir 
and Brazilia, they brought relief and they all brought something. And collectively, they were trying to eliminate the hunger, the exhaustion, and the thirst. You might not have everything to bring, but you might have something. And so when you hear us talk about giving to the ministry, we do, we're do doing a lot more talking about giving this year. We already said we're going to do that because, uh, you know, to be honest, I mean, I'll let you look at my taxes. I, I didn't make very much. <laughs> Just right now. And the bottom line to that process is, but it takes all of us to participate, all of us to give, all of us to give some towards one another to help one another. Does that mean that other people shouldn't work? No, it doesn't mean people shouldn't work. If you don't work, you shouldn't eat. I mean, that's what the see, Paul said in Thessalonians. But that's talking about people that can work. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is we take care of one another. We're a witness to the world when we love one another. And you hear me harp on it. And it's, it's not just for this fellowship, okay? It's also for the church you go to. It's concerning people that you fellowship with in other places, and it is also a part of this fellowship. It's for Captain Chris. It's for me. It's for Jennifer, who without Jennifer, there would be no radio station. Without Don, there wouldn't be a radio station. It's like you have to think of it in that totality. Without you guys, there wouldn't be a radio station because there'd be nobody to listen. And so we're all taking care of one another. We all need to burden burden carry one another. And you think, boy, you really talk about that a lot, Dave. I'd really like you to talk about miracles. And I'd really like you to talk about, you know, having excessive faith. And really, well, I'd love to talk about all that stuff. But they're not as important in the Christian walk as doing the specific things that Jesus said to do, to advance the kingdom and not just to love love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself, but the new commandment Jesus gave in John 13, love one another, for by this shall all men know you are my disciples. By our loving one another, we are witnessing. We are being that testimony. And if you think I'm going to harp on it less, you're crazy. That ain't going to happen. See, that's okay. I can say it because you're my brothers and sisters. I can call you just like I said to my brother the other day. You're crazy. I get to do that. You do too. You get to do that with me because we're brothers and sisters in the Lord, one heavenly Father, blood relatives to the Lord Jesus Christ, drinking of one Holy Spirit. Okay? All right. Love you guys. All right. Uh, trivia. Is that a trivia? The wine represents the blood. The wine represents the blood of the new covenant. All right, folks, you are listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Smoot Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at 1,000 miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts, and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. That's right. You guys think uh, uh, all, all of our jokes have to be, uh, you know, Christian themed. So, okay, so this is a, a Christian chicken. 
Okay. That, that'll that help you. These are nine, ten people. <laughs> the last one is so funny. These are ten people. Why the chicken crossed the road. Okay. Now, these are people you know. Some are political. Some are not. Nobody's getting picked on. This is just fun stuff. Nancy Grace. Why the chicken crossed the road. That chicken crossed the road because he's guilty. You can see it in his eyes and the way he walks. That's Nancy Grace. Pat Buchanan, the chicken crossed the road to steal the job of a decent, hardworking American. Martha Stewart, no one called to warn me which way the chicken was going. I had a standing order at the far- at the farmer's market to sell my eggs when the price dropped to a certain level. No little bird gave me any insider information. <laughs> um, this, this is great. Dr. Seuss, did the chicken cross the road? Did he cross it with a toad? Yes, the chicken crossed the road, but why it crossed, I've not been told. <laughs> okay, uh, this is just an old grandpa. In my day, we didn't ask why the chicken crossed the road. Somebody told us the chicken crossed the road, and that was good enough for us. <laughs> Donald Trump, we should build a wall so the chicken can't cross the road. Come <laughs> on, that's hilarious. Now, If you don't think this one is funny, I'm going to be very concerned about you. Barbara Walters. Why did chicken cross the road? Isn't that interesting? In a few moments, we'll be listening to the chicken tell for the first time the heartwarming story of how it experienced a serious case of molting and went to accomplish its lifelong dream of crossing the road. Wow. Aristotle. It's the nature of chickens to cross the road. Bill Gates. Uh, let's skip Bill Gates. <laughs> Just skip it all together. The last two, and you can't tell me these aren't funny. Albert Einstein, did the chicken really cross the road or did the road move beneath the chicken? That's relativity. And then finally, Colonel Sanders, did I miss one? <laughs> the David Spoon Experience. Sometimes all Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I guess you guys can tell it's been a very long week for me and uh, at school and otherwise. And for Noel, who's doing 12 to 14 hours a day every day, now going on seven days. And she's got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday left. Yikes. She did smile and say, I'm going to have a lot of overtime. (laughs) That's good. Here's your last trivia question in regards to the Last Supper. Jesus uh, said this, and you need to fill in the missing word. Jesus said, do this, referring to the wine and the bread, do this in blank of me. Do this in blank of me. What did Jesus say? Do this in of me. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at he must org. So I, I, I would typically, I would tell you, we won't normally do this much comedic stuff, but even I needed a break today. So just saying. No, I'm not going to McDonald's. Uh, we deserve a break today. Okay. Uh, that was good, right? Right? Uh, you can. You have to love it. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Brother Ace again. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my good friend? I'm feeling good. The sunshine. I'm happy. Yeah, it's a beautiful Thanks. day, huh? Yeah. Absolutely beautiful yeah. day. All right, my good friend. Here yeah. you go. There's a classic. 
So Jesus talked about the bread, which represented his body. He talked about the wine, which represented his blood, right? And then he said, when he was made reference to him, he said, do this in blank of me. What did he say? Remembrance. That is correct, Amigo! Do this in remembrance of me. So when you're when we're doing when we're having communion, when we're doing that process, and there's a lot of you know church or ecclesiology ecclesiology debate that when you do it, remember what Jesus did for you. You people Amen. find great points of contact of faith in 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 the communion process. They find great moments where their faith excels. Some people have found feel, healing, salvation, deliverance, all these kinds of graces. Just remember where it all stems from: the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, the blood and the cross. Huh? That's it, man. Uh, that yeah, is that's, it. You know, what's your opinion on how often a man should do that when he feels feels the spirit move on him, or should it be a some you do as an automatic, I mean, not an automatic, but a daily art. Something you have to do that you don't may not want to do or don't feel like doing. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the, the thing is, the one thing I have found, though, I got to I gotta say, and I got to say, and you would understand this, There's there gets to be this, uh, what must be done like this, or has to be done this way, or has to be done this often, or this often. It's like, just do it. Just, right. just stop talking about it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> Let's do it every third Thursday of every 16th year of every millennial. Okay, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this because the Lord said to. Right? Then that sort of puts you in danger of uh, if you take it unworthily, you know, you're in uh, trouble with damnation, that kind of thing. I mean, I hate to bring up that negative part of it, but it needs to be thought of. Yeah. Well, no, that there, there is that people, people. If you do it on, in an unworthy manner, in other words, if you do it and you don't examine too, that's a boy. That's because then you're, you're, what you're doing is you're insulting God. It's like here's my offering for you. Said you recently got an oil change. I gotta go, David. All Thank right, you. But all I right. Appreciate you mentioning that. Okay. All right. God bless you, bro. Thank you. God bless you, man. Bye. Appreciate it. All right. I guess I, I'm gonna go with Ace is getting an oil change. <laughs> Did you hear that? This show has just. This is off the charts. <laughs> you guys have to enjoy this, don't you? Off the charts. Okay. All right, let's close this out with something from Pastor Ray, my buddy. It's called Encouraging Words. Did we cover everything? All right. Uh, you already got the trivia questions. We don't have to cover that. Dot, 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 done. All right. Remembrance, that was the answer. Do this in remembrance of me. Uh, I can tell you right now, Monday's a barn burner show, and my phone should be working fine by then. Al told me to turn the phone on and off the problem is he texted me while the phone was not working so i couldn't really respond to that here is what pastor ray had to say whatever's going on in your life good difficult challenging promising whatever you are facing pastor ray wrote i want to encourage you as we get ready for the different seasons the way that i was encouraged by a friend take the time to meditate on these promises and thoughts look them up As the scriptures are listed, read, pray, and let them speak to your heart and mind. Okay? All right. Here's the promises and then the scriptural references. Okay? So it's encouraging words. God is sovereign. All authority and all power is his. Matthew 28, 18. Nothing takes him by surprise. All circumstances, all circumstances are his servants. I want you to catch that. A circumstance, a situation, is a servant of God. 
He knows the end from the beginning. Psalm 119, verse 91, and Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. His word is forever settled in heaven. Psalm 119, verse 89, Romans 8, 20, 8 and 29, is still in our Bible. He does all things for our good, and his glory is to conform us to the likeness of Jesus. There's no circumstance, person, place, or time that the blood of Jesus does not cover. The one who spared not his own son will freely give us all his best things. He also promises that he is for us and nothing can separate us from his love, and that was settled on the cross. You can't unchange that. You can't undo that. God's loving kindness never ceases. His compassions are great. His faithfulness never fails. They are new every morning. Get that? All right. God's loving kindness never ceases, right? He supplies all our needs, all of our needs by his riches in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. He knows and he cares. The very hairs on your head are numbered, Matthew 10, chapter 10, verse 30. He promises that he is the God of all comfort, the Father of mercies, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. That's a huge one. People have a bad image of God. He is the God of all comfort. He is the Father of mercies. He is able to supply his abundant grace to us in any situation that in all things at all times we have all of his sufficient grace that we need for encouragement and hope. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. He is able to show his perfect power in our weakness. We talked about that yesterday. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and 10. We can know for certainty he is able to guard what we have entrusted to him. 2 Timothy 1, 12. He promises that he is our strength, our shield, our strong tower, our refuge, our hope, our joy, our peace, our everything, our all. Oh, gosh, that's so good. Psalm 18, 1 through 3, and Colossians 3, 11, just a few more. He promises to renew our strength as we wait for him, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. He promises he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us a very present help. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. He never goes back on his promise. Wow, just think of that. God never goes back on his promise. Never. Joshua 21, 45. He has a heart that tears. Oh, that's, uh, listen to this. He has a heart that that tears can touch and invites us to climb up in the Father's lap and just cry. Listen, Listen to that. He has a heart that tears can touch and invites us to climb up in the Father's lap and just cry. Hebrews 4.15, Psalm 56, verse 8. He gives gladness instead of mourning and praise instead of fainting. Weeping endures for a night, but he gives joy that comes in the morning. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, and Psalm 30. Verse 5, I would add, and we are encouraged to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Do you ever feel heavy? Just like, ugh, things are just, I feel that way. I mean, I go through that. I go through ups and downs. I get blessed when I get to share with you guys on the show, but that doesn't mean I don't go through my own challenges. But you can put on the garment of praise. I can put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Is it is it heavy? I'm not talking about when we were 70s and 80s. 
talking about right now. Is it heavy? Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and lift up your voice to God. When we praise him in all of these things, there is a genuine expression of faith. That's why I'm, you'll hear me you know, harp on this quite a bit. When you praise God, even in the midst of not getting it, and even in the midst of when it's hard, when you praise him, you're expressing faith from inside of you, saying, I don't know how, I don't understand how, I don't get it, but you're going to make it good. That's an expression of faith. That praise affirms that, confirms that. And you know who it confirms it to? Not to God. He knows everything. He confirms it to you and I. It confirms to ourselves that we have this thing called faith. And that changes it. I love what Samson said just a little bit ago. It's like, well, the human side of me still got that anxiety, but you know, the faith part of me, you know, believes it can happen. You know, that's in scripture, just so you can know. The the guy who had the son who was challenged, he said, I believe, help my unbelief. So where did he go when he knew he was running deficient? in a deficiency. He went to the Lord and said, help me. I do believe, but I need more than that. Help me get rid of my unbelief. And he asked the Lord to help him do that. That's what we got to do, okay? Those are just encouraging words. Take them into the weekend, use them, and put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, 72 and a half hours, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.